Hi, this is Courtney Morrison from Everyone Social, and you're listening to the Cut to the Chase podcast. Stepping out beyond boundaries takes courage and the ability to dream. We are excited to share our new audio podcast called Cut to the Chase. The structure of this podcast embodies open dialogue with friends, family, and professional colleagues talking about things that impact our ability to thrive. We hope that you will join our unscripted, unbridled podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Cut to the Chase, episode 139, entitled Who are you? Now, I know people have said to me in the past, and even they've told me presently, Greg, how do you come up with these titles? How do you figure out how to just thread the needle with your featured guests and be able to bring something so nourishing to your mind, your body, and your soul? Well, Again, as I've always said, and I'm quite elated about the guest that I'm going to have today, you know, I sometimes don't come up with the best ideas. My featured guests come up with the best ideas, and that's what I love about having featured guests on our program, because today, Who Are You comes from someone that has been near and dear to my heart since we first met. I mean, she's just been that rock. She's been that that kind of person right there cheering us on and wishing us all the success here at Cut to the Chase. And so today I have this great, great opportunity to interview her. And without further ado, what I'm going to do is I'm going to jump into this quote that I've pulled together, which basically really resonates with what we're going to talk about today. Who are you? And it goes like this. Who are you? Really? You're not a name or height, or weight, or gender, or an age, and you're not where you're from. You're not a favorite book. You're not a song that's stuck in your head. You're not a thought. You're not what you eat for breakfast on Saturday mornings. You are thousands of things, but everyone chooses to see the million things that you are not. You're not where you're from. You are where you're going. And I would like to see everyone get there too. Now, those are powerful messages, or words, should I say, that came from MK, Dr. Martin Luther King. (laughs) And so today, as I introduce our featured guests, as people always say, hold on to your earbuds as Greg goes through the drum roll to introduce his featured guests. But today our featured guest is going to get a little bit of a twist added to our introduction. And so today our featured guest is an enthusiastic, persistent, and creative problem solver who wants to help the world. She loves working in entertainment and employing advocacy That's why she and her family founded a Golf Community Fairness Way. She currently leads 
customer marketing and content strategy for everyone social, where she helps teammates create, engage, and share with her ambassador amplification platform. Before joining the tech startup world, she worked in the entertainment industry for 10 years in content research. She is also experienced in undercovering what matters to the audience and using insight to tell a better story. Her speciality is connecting with people, and that's how she found us, through connecting with people. Research and ideas to create innovative marketing campaigns and connecting with communities. She's also on a quest to learn as much as she possibly can about growth engagement. We can hear all about it in her podcast called Engagement Drivers. Now, there's some fun facts about her, which we're going to see if we can get around to some of those fun facts at the end of our podcast, where she has a phonographic memory. If she hears something she likes, she will remember the sounds, the lyrics, and instantly be transported into the memory of when she last listened to a song or participated in a concert or something that was so moving to her, it is captivated in her memories. And we planned on, hopefully, testing her today on some of those exciting things that she can recall. And without further ado, as they say, drum roll, please, we'd like to introduce Miss Courtney Morris. Morrison. Courtney, are there any opening remarks? <laughs> uh, I'm speechless. I'm so grateful <laughs> to be here. Every time, every time we talk, I, I, I feel great. I feel really special to know you. And um, you came into my life in a very interesting time, and I have been on quite the roller coaster. Uh, but it it's leveled out. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, it's at the end, you know, or the beginning where that part on the roller coaster where it's just flat. Sure. And gosh, that feels good. Excellent. 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 Well, you know, Courtney, you know, as I said in my intro, you know, you've been a godsend, particularly through your infectious your smile, your creativity, just your energy, you know, and we certainly appreciate all the support and love that you provided to Cut to the Chase. And it's just a blessing, you know, to have you on the program and really talk about something that, you know, as most people, you know, relate to the topic that we're going to talk about who you are, sometimes it's, it becomes almost unrelatable because people can't even look at themselves in the mirror and really transcend to answer the question themselves. Who are they? And so, you know, without belaboring this much longer, I want to kind of jump into the program, Cut to the Chase. Are you ready? Are you ready to cut to the chase? I'm so ready. All right. All right. All right. So as we have kind of led our audience a little bit today, in the context 
of basically being who you are and saying what you feel because those who mind don't matter and those who matter don't mind. And so throughout your livelihood, you know, your early stages of your childhood and you begin to blossom and and start to understand which direction you would like to go in your career path. Who are those people in your lives, in your life, that mattered? Uh, let's let's start at the beginning. So um, I I grew up in a very happy household. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, you know, we had our ups and downs, mm-hmm. <laughs> as all families do. But for the most part, it was a very, very magical fairy tale childhood. I mm-hmm. had a loving mother and father. And then six years into life, I got my best friend, my sister, Lily. And we just had the best time. <laughs> um, I love, I love my family so much. And I also had a really great support system of family and friends our community there was really tight. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and it was filled with music and musical theater and joy. Right. And um, always really has been. <laughs> um, even when we've been separated or not physically in the same location. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. When I look back on my life, it looks, it looks like all of those things. It looks happy. It looks loving. It looks supported. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Of course, that's not every single day. That's not every single hour, but the majority (laughs) when I look back is absolutely there. Right. Right. So in the context of growing up as a child, and since you have such a keen phonographic memory as it would relate to things of song, things of, you know, musical inclination. Could you walk us through a few aspects of how you recognize the gift that you have to kind of process those memories and be able to kind of, you know, repeat those things back to people as, as, as they would ask. Yes. So my earliest childhood memory, and again, memory is interesting, right? Because is it you or is it stories you've been told or is it objects that you possess that remind you of those things? Mm-hmm. But my, my earliest childhood memory is... Uh, we were in, as a family, me, my mom, and my dad were in Bermuda. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think I was taken on some kind of scooter. <laughs> mm-hmm. My mom's incredibly inve- adventurous. And then my dad is incredibly not mm-hmm. um, in some ways, in some other ways he is. But um, they're opposites in that way. And I lost my little 101 Dalmatian stuffed animal. And Mm -hmm. then they found it for me. And I think Mm -hmm. that's my first 
childhood memory. And right. then when I was about three years old, uh, there's a video of me that I have watched <laughs> more recently that I literally know every single word to Beauty and the Beast. And this is not like one song. This is like every single freaking word. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm like sitting in the living room and they're, they're filming me. And I literally can tell you the entire movie of Beauty and mm-hmm. the Beast. Mm-hmm. So did music run in your family? I mean, were there like your mom or your dad, were they gifted with, uh, you know, an artistic ability? Yes. So my dad is an incredible guitar player and singer and composer. Mm-hmm. My mom cannot sing, mm-hmm. but my mom loves music so much my mom has the same thing as me she will tell you exactly where she was and when when she saw a concert and it is and she has some wild ones she has some wild tales Mm -hmm. Uh, she didn't go to her high school prom because she didn't like who was performing at it and instead she went to a bb king concert (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah. And so I grew up with all of these stories. Um, it's so they're, they're complimentary, I would say. Mm-hmm. 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 So how did, um, you know, as, as you alluded to your dad had musical talents, but your mom did not, if you don't mind sharing with us briefly, how did your mother and father meet you know, in the, in the, in the aspect of what, what, what brought them together? My mother and father met on a cruise in Europe Mm -hmm. and it was my mother's father, my grandfather, Joe, it was his birthday cruise. That's where Mm -hmm. he wanted to go most Mm -hmm. in the world. And my dad was actually working on that cruise as a a videographer or historian of mm-hmm. the of the event of the voyage. Mm-hmm. So that's where they met, and they had this like instant connection. It was very before sunrise, uh, where they just kind of talked about everything and fell in love. Wow! Wow! Yeah, <laughs> it sounds. Uh... Sounds very romantic as it as it uh, would be from from almost like a, a movie that you would see in a cinema, you know, to to be on a cruise and find your your true love, and then you're whisked away into love bliss, and you get married, and you know all, all of those great things that transcend after that. Wow! So quite uh, quite an interesting storyline, to say the least. <laughs> <laughs> storyline so, is a great way to put it yeah yeah well you know you know as 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 we're you know as we're talking about here you know who are you and and, and kind of understanding you know in the greater context of basically the individual and of course the individuals that created you you know it 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 says a lot when you start thinking about the storyline and, you know, combining that with why 
you are so um, uh, elated with you know music and the comprehension of music and and being able to capture those things in memory. Uh, it's almost like you know. I don't know if you've heard this, but I'm going to kind of throw a little bit of a twist in here. They they have this program show with Jamie Foxx, like, can you beat Shazam? And oh my gosh. It's like Do you know every... how badly I want to go on that show, for Gregory? <laughs> I want well, to go on that show so badly. <laughs> yeah. I'm a huge Masked Singer fan, and they always guess Jamie Foxx all the time. And it's never going to be Jamie Foxx until, I don't know, season 10, but... It it oh we always laugh about it when we're watching it because everyone thinks that Jamie Foxx is on the show, but I know I know Jamie Foxx's voice and he has not been on The Masked Singer yet. So right, yeah. right. <laughs> well, it, it it's funny and and somewhat of a coincidence for me because every time you and I talk and I know you know this little bit of tidbit of history about you, it always carries me back to you know you know, the Shazam or the singing shows or, or various programs like that, because I'm like, I'm always curious, you know, the people that I meet, you know, with their talents and their God-given gifts, you know, how much further in the world could they be if they tapped into that talent and that talent was able to carry them, you know, beyond their wildest imagination. And that's just one of those things that come up every time I think about you is, you know, that, that game, that game show, of course, um, can you beat Shazam? I don't even know if I'm saying the title right or whatever it's called, but certainly it's, uh, it's quite intriguing. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the reason that I have never applied to be on one of those shows, any kind of game show like that is that I really, I really don't have any drive to be famous. Right. I really don't. I love art and I love theater and I love music. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I have not really ever written my own songs. Um, mm-hmm. I've written poems, but I haven't ever recorded. Well, that's not true. I've recorded a couple things, but I've never shared those things that I've recorded. Right, right. So... As you've talked about, you know, some of the things that you're aspiring uh, to do and that you haven't shared, can you help us understand in the context of who are you today and what are you not? Mm -hmm. Who I am today. I am a lot of different things. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. I am a daughter. Mm-hmm. I'm a sister. Mm-hmm. I'm a friend. Mm-hmm. I'm a lover. Mm-hmm. I'm a joker. <laughs> yep. Uh, I'm not a thief. Mm-hmm. I'm a grinner. Mm-hmm. And I was a sinner, but not anymore. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. So um, is there a story behind that? <laughs> <laughs> no, I won't I won't put what? you I won't put you on the spot. Mr. Gregory, um yes, there is a story. <laughs> How long do we have again? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm I'm not gonna put you on the spot. I'm not gonna put you on the spot for that. But you know, 
in 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 a lot of cases, you know, as we as we talk about who we are, you know, I think the first time that we spoke on the phone, you had this little kind of uh, way of phrasing, you know, who you were. And I think you started out with like, you've got a little bit of Taylor Swift, you got a little bit of country, you got a little bit of rock. And you had a name for that, which I thought was rather interesting. And could you share a little bit of that with our listeners? Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So um, through my job at Everyone Social, uh, right now, literally my dream job, um, I get to create content, mm-hmm. recorded content, podcasts, mm-hmm. webinars, uh, blog posts. And through that, um, I, my manager, Todd, he he threw a lot at me right from the, from the get go. Um, and what I started, what I started doing was writing blog posts. And one of the blog posts that I wrote was about personal brand statements. Mm-hmm. And I was tasked with scouring the internet, which is, you know, research is right. my specialty. Um, I scoured the internet for the people on LinkedIn that had the best personal brand statements. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And through that, I found such amazing people. And I found uh, that everyone does them kind of differently. Some mm-hmm. people talk about them in relationship to their work. Some mm-hmm. people talk about in relationship to their personal life. Right. And the one that stuck out to me was by this woman, Debbie Levitt. Mm-hmm. And she wrote, I am the Mary Poppins of CX. Mm-hmm. And to me, that was magic because right. she told me who she was in what was that? Five, six words. Correct. And I, and I know Mary Poppins. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. And I know Mary Poppins like the back of my hand. And so I knew instantly who she was. She mm-hmm. is someone who is a consultant who flies in and out, saves the day, teaches mm-hmm. people, learns from people. She's got everything always in in the right place and, a, and is practically perfect in every way. Mm-hmm. And she sings too. I learned that about I learned that about her later on, but she sings. She's a, right. she's a classically trained musician. Mm-hmm. So what better way to describe who you are? Then with a little slogan, a little catchphrase that that is so resonant with who you are and what you do, that you can share that with people. And then everyone that knows who Mary Poppins is, which I feel like is a lot of people out there, mm-hmm. uh, knows who she is and it helps them. It tells that story. Right. But right. not everyone loved Disney growing up. Some people... Some people want to just make their own tale. Mm-hmm. So there was mm-hmm. someone named Tim S. Who he calls himself Mister Future of Work. Right. That's not even a that's not even a, a thing before he or that I know of. <laughs> sure. Um, but I love that. Like now I know what he cares about. Now I know what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. So everyone kind of does it in their own unique, special way. And I love, I love 
the masked singer. I love clues about people and solving mysteries. And, and the more that you can help people understand who you are, the more that you're going to get things like job offers and relationships and, and whatever it is that you want in life the most. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I described myself for work because again, we're all different. <laughs> we're right. all different, maybe at work or at home. And so you can have as many of these as you want. But for work right now, in my current role, I describe myself as the L Woods of digital marketing at Everyone Social. <laughs> That's pretty cute. <laughs> <laughs> and that's me. But I didn't used to be L Woods. When I worked at a company called AT&T, I was something different. I was a fixer. I was helping in crises moments to, mm-hmm. to clean up problems. And someone described me there as the Olivia Pope of AT&T. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And gosh, I love scandal. So I loved that reference. And I would use that later on in interviews. Mm-hmm. When I was looking for different roles, I would use that moniker to tell the story of, of, of who I am when I work for someone. So I'm a mix. I can be Elle Woods when I'm doing my podcast, and then I can be Olivia Pope behind the scenes, cleaning up data products and who knows what I'll be next. But that's, uh, that's the cool part is that you don't have to just be one thing. Right. Right. Well, you know, I, I certainly, um, as I toyed around with words on many different occasions, thinking like, okay, Courtney has shared this with me. And it's like, you know, a lot of people have said a lot of things about Greg, you know, your coach or are you a mentor? Are you this? Are you that? And I'm thinking to myself, like, no, I'm none of those things. And what? It's rather, it's well, I mean, maybe through the podcast as people see that, you know, hey, you know, there's a lot of therapy that comes out of that, but it's not like I'm a certified life coach or business coach wow. or anything like that. I've got a lot of experience in, in doing a lot of great things. And I think I'm a very genuine person when it comes to, to talking with people and just being authentic and being real and not sugarcoating things. But, you know, I find myself being a, a, a ministry of nourishment to mm. your soul. Mm. Now, that is something that I can hang my hat on. <laughs> I love that. That's amazing. Oh, no big deal. Just a soul nourisher. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, I, I, I kept going back, you know, after we've talked, you know, you, you and I, we've been, you know, we've been like, you know, two peas in a pod, you know, with... Uh, one, our connection on LinkedIn. And then of course, you know, leading from there to us, you know, talking about, you know, conducting a podcast, me being on your podcast, you being on our podcast, and then just all the great things, you know, that are ideas because, you know, as, as content creators, as, uh, as people that strategize behind how to connect with the community, you know, you're always in the go mode and, uh, you know, the creativity is always at the heightened peak when you're thinking about content and connecting with folks. And uh, I was like, wow, I was like, Courtney gave me just, uh, you know, a, a, a breath of fresh air when you said that to me. And I was like, okay, I really need to go figure out what am I? 
you know? <laughs> wow. And, um, I am honored that, that I could teach you something because you, on the other hand, have helped me so much with, because I'm so new to podcasting, mm -hmm. like a baby brand new. And now you're literally teaching me, oh, this, this is how it's done. This is how you do it professionally. And right. I've just been kind of absorbing things from the internet, but it's so much easier when someone really shows you how it's done and someone who is so just, you know, next level. On yeah. It. Yeah. Well, you know, as, as, uh, as I've always said, you know, to you and to many others, you know, it's, it's about <clears throat> one growing, you know, and, and embracing the opportunity that is bestowed upon you because, you know, the journey of life is one thing, but when you start to incorporate strangers into your life and you turn those strangers from strangers into family members and they become a part of your network and your community and your society and who you are and they believe in your vision and your destiny and you believe in theirs, you know, there's an emotional attachment that ties back to passion and unconditional respect and love and nourishment that when you step into the circle with somebody, you want it to be something that's going to be forever lasting. Because I think we all know when we talk about who we are, you know, as we've transformed our lives through everything from childhood to adulthood, We've also transformed who we are, you know, because maybe you were a bad kid. Maybe you were a good kid. Maybe you were a troublemaker. Maybe you were on the valedictorians list. Maybe as a, a gambler, you won a lot. Or maybe as a gambler, you cheated a lot. You know, so there's so many different ways you can look at who you are. But the one way that you have to look at who you are today is to face who you are in the mirror each and every day and strive to be a part of the change. Whatever that change is, you know, you have to apply yourself and be a part of that change because there's always people out there looking for someone to give them that ray of sunshine, that light, you know, that genie in a bottle, that magical touch on the back or that simple hug or that kiss on the cheek or the guy that's on the side of the road holding up the sign saying, can you spare some change? And you look at him and you say, do I really give this guy some change or do I give him a meal or do I just drive by? You know, those are the type of questions you have to ask yourself when you say, who am I? Who are you? You know, what are your, what are your, what are your core values, your integrity in life, you know, and yeah. those type of things weigh so deeply and so tried and true to me that it just resonates to me at the core. Mm -hmm. You know, like I said earlier, you know, I'm a, I'm a minister of, you know, nourishing people's soul, you know, but that all comes through the context of the podcast. But and in the context your perspective too. Exactly. Exactly. It, what what's a nickname that you had growing up? Oh wow. <laughs> oh 
Well, now you're you're putting me you're putting me into the vulnerable state. I I uh, I love We're that. I love that. We're going, We're going to there. go there. <laughs> yes. So, you know, not many people know this. Well, of course, you know there there are people back home that know this, particularly folks that that grew up with me. Um, I had a nickname that I despised. I mean, I just really despised it. Mm-hmm. And the nickname was Tush. T U S H is what interesting a lot of people would call me in my neighborhood and I just hated it. I just absolutely hated it. And they said, well, Greg, you know, you're always your, you know, your, your dad is so, you know, he's so regiment about how you leave the house and how you carry yourself and how you walk and this, that, and the other. And so I lived in a, you know, predominantly black, you know, community and, uh, you know, I did go to a, a mixed school. I mean, it wasn't segregated or anything like that, but it was just to a point that they said the way I walked, it was like, and I'm going to use this very loosely. It's like, you know, Greg, you walked around like you had a, you know, a stick up your butt because you were always, your head was held high and, you know, you were always, your clothes were pressed and, you know, clean and your hair was always in the right spot you had your air fro and all this stuff but i said really you call me tush because of that and i was just like you got to be kidding me you know i remember one day as we talk about who you are because i was so infuriated one of my best friends and i had gotten to an argument and i remember to this day vividly you know walking home and he was following me and I was already frustrated with the kids because we were playing basketball, you know, one day and, you know, everybody decided to disperse and go home and, you know, eat lunch or whatever and then come back later. So my my buddy, his name was Michael, a good friend, good childhood friend. He was walking with me back home because his grandmother lived behind my mom. And we were just talking and and something came along, something came up in the conversation and he called me that name. And boy, do I ever remember the rage that transcended through my body. I felt like I was Mike Tyson's Mike Tyson. And I just started <laughs> wailing Don't on bite him. in the ears though, please. You know, I just wailed on him. I, you know, we started, a, you know, we started fighting because I'd said to him, you know, I don't like this stupid name. You know, I hate you guys calling me this and blah, blah, blah. And I just wailed on him. We just started fighting and, uh, one of my cousins saw the fight, you know, as eight, nine-year-olds back then, you know, the best thing you could do is put your knuckles up, put your fists up and go to town. But uh, he ended up breaking us up and he was like looking at us saying, well, Greg, what the hell happened? You know, what, 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 why are you guys fighting? You guys are like best friends. And I shared with him what had happened and then, you know, the nickname and I was, how I was tired of it, tired of people calling me that. Mm-hmm. And uh, it just it kind of went viral back then as much as viral could go, you know, yes. news spread through the neighborhood. Like yes. you guys better stop calling Greg that. The nicknames <laughs> that you never want anyone to say again are always the ones that stick, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So but you know what I, you know what I see when I look at your name? What's that? Proctor. That is an interesting last name mm-hmm. to me. That is a mix of, 
PR mm -hmm. and a doctor. Mm -hmm. That it could also be the different uh, a mix of a professional, yeah, contractor. That could also be a mix of a your first name, okay, GP. So yeah. when I when I see your name, I think of a doctor. I think of a mix of doctors throughout history. But mm -hmm. I, when you say that you see yourself as a soul nourisher, there's a particular doctor that I that I definitely think of. Right. That you right. may have read a quote from earlier. Well, you know what's really funny about that is that I didn't recognize the 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 quote mm -hmm. immediately. Mm -hmm. It sounded mm -hmm. familiar, but do you want to know who I initially was going to say did it? Who is that? Doctor Seuss. Ah, uh, yeah. Another yeah. doctor. Because yeah. it reminded me of Oh, the Places You'll Go, mm -hmm. which is a, a, a book that I, you know, got for my sister or, you know, we got for my sister for her high school graduation. So that's, that's something that is very interesting to me. It's like those, it's like those magic, what were those called back in the day where you see something and it can, it's an illusion. <laughs> yes. It's an illusion where you can see the old man or the old witch, mm -hmm. or you can see mm -hmm. a beautiful princess and it just depends on, on your perspective. And I loved those growing up because you would hold it close to your face and kind of blur your eyes a little bit. And then you pull it out and you would see something else. And it always was changing depending on your mood or your personality at the time. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, so Courtney, my name, uh, my well, name growing up, people called me Simo. Right. People called me Como. Mm -hmm. People called me, I had one friend that she called me Rush and I called, called her Moricola because we liked the, the Steve Miller band song that some people call you Maurice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> woo woo. Um, and I've just, I've had different nicknames for people. I called my friend Jessica. I called her juice, um, because we would, we would make sunshine out of lemonade. Like we, we did a lot together. Um, my like three best friends, my four best friends in high school and, mm -hmm. and, you know, one of them might've been a cheddar mouse, <laughs> Sure. Because she liked cheese and she liked a weird cartoon called Rat Chicken. Wow, well, I don't know why that popped into my head, but we were <laughs> like, we were we were a crew for sure, and we got into lots of fun adventures and shenanigans together in high school. And and the school that I went to was also a mix, just like you just like you said. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I was not the most wealthy person at that school not even close. I was on financial aid. I I was lucky to get to go there. And because of that, I worked really hard and I was a really good kid, a really mm -hmm. good student. Mm -hmm. And that's, I mean, that's the values that were instilled in me from a very, very young age. Yeah. Yeah. We certainly appreciate you sharing that with us as well as I'm sure my listeners are going, yeah, we like when you put Greg on the vulnerability spot. <laughs> Tables turning. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, um, <laughs> you know, we're we're almost out of time here, and mm -hmm. uh, 
you know, we just kind of like to to summarize here with something that I think you're ready to share with the world. Yes. And the question goes like this. If there is someone out there today that is trying to identify, trying to cope, trying to recollect with who they are, what would you tell that person? I would tell that person you already know. Mm-hmm. You you know who you are. You might feel like you have something called imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. You might feel like there's a little gremlin telling you that you aren't worthy, that you're not enough, whatever it is, whatever that voice inside of you says. Mm-hmm. But it's not you. Actually, it's insecurity, it's anxiety, it's past trauma, but that's not you. Mm -hmm. So if you're able to distance yourself from a little bit and actually see, see yourself through other people's eyes, Mm -hmm. through other people's shoes, Mm -hmm. you'll get back to understanding because you knew who that was when you were a kid. Right before stuff happens. Right. And so maybe you need a little help, but think Mm -hmm. back on those nicknames, on those people, on those things you loved to do as a kid. And that will help you know who you are. Right. Right. And when you do it, oh my gosh, you you get so much back in return and you can give so much more too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When you find confidence and you, you see yourself through someone else's perspective for a second, you're really, really seeing who you are. It's really a mirror Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you can be the fairest of them all, or you can be on the dark side or you can be a part of a federation or you can ride a banshee. You can do whatever you want mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you just have to believe literally. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, we certainly thank you for, for sharing that insightful and thoughtful uh, response. And before we get to my final remarks, I'd like to open up the floor for you to to be able to share with our listeners that may be looking for customer marketing or contact or excuse me content strategists and since you work for everyone social how can people get in contact with you or get in contact with your organization if these are services that they're seeking out Yes Oh my gosh What an honor. Um, I love the company I work for so much. They took a chance on me. Mm -hmm. Take a chance, take a chance, take a chance. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And they believe in me. (laughs) And so um, if you need help believing, you can reach me at work. It's Courtney at everyonesocial.com. And if you don't want to reach me at work, you want to reach me on the, the five to nine schedule. You can email me at cbm2121 at gmail.com. 
Okay. All righty. Well, we certainly appreciate you uh, sharing, um, you know, how folks that are looking for those type of services can get in contact with you because as we know, society uh, and our overall ecosystem today requires so much customer marketing and content strategizing that it is it is becoming one of the hottest global growing markets that are out there right now for jobs. And, uh, you know, I know my team and I love what we do and I know you love what you do, but and it's, it's, it's not for the faint of heart <laughs> to say the least, <laughs> um, <laughs> to say the least. Well, it can be, it mm-hmm. can be, it's, it's tough and it's not something that you can do alone. Correct. I need support. And I'm, I'm literally, I'm literally living with my, my support system right now Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. because I can't do it on my own at all. I was getting distracted. I was getting disorganized and my mom and my sister literally lifesavers. Yeah. Yeah. And, but but everyone in my life, really my friends too. Mm -hmm. And also, um, I have found love Gregory. (laughs) Well, congratulations. Thank you. We're certainly happy for you. Absolutely. I'm extremely, extremely in love and very, very honored that awesome. we have chosen each other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I wear I wear literally uh my heart on my neck these days. And um and he they gave me something that I really needed. Yeah. Yeah. They taught me some things and I taught them some things too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, because that's, that's kind of how it works. You don't know everything. And the things that's that right. you love are clues. Mm-hmm. The things you don't love are probably warnings that you should pay attention to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you have to see it from someone else's perspective. True. True. Absolutely. Sometimes the hippie goes with the military. You know, sometimes (laughs) the lover goes with the fighter. Right. Sometimes the B word. (laughs) Yep. Goes with the F word. And so you, you just, you just, it takes time. Yeah. Yeah. Totally, totally agree. Totally agree. Well, Courtney, um, we certainly thank you and we were delighted to have you on the program. And I'm going to wrap up with basically two final quotes. The first one basically goes, I am who I am, not who you think I am. I'm not who you want me to be. I am am me. And that is by Bridget Nicole. And then the last one that I like to close out with basically says, stop confusing what you do with who you are. And I like to say that again, just so that it resonates with everyone. Stop confusing what you do with who you are. 
Now, this has been a very interesting dialogue regarding who you are. Certainly in summary, you know, some of the things that I learned in in the context of my friendship and my professional relationship with Courtney has, has been to keep it simple, you know, understand yes. that, <laughs> that life, you know, is, is magical. Life has tribulations and trials and challenges, but if you keep it simplified and you understand who you are, your journey and your path can be like traveling down the yellow brick road. And so to everyone, thank you very much. This has been episode 139 entitled, Who Are You? Miss Courtney Morrison, we are delighted to have you and and we look forward to doing this again or or better yet why don't I get on your podcast? I think that'll be a wild ride. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes, indeed. Absolutely. Absolutely. We will, we will check out the whiz, I think. Um, we're going we're gonna to have a... We're going to have a battle of some sorts. I'm, I'm looking forward <laughs> to it. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Well, once again, this has been episode 139 entitled, Who Are You? I'm your host, Gregory Proctor. Thank you very much, everyone. Please be safe, be kind, be empathetic, and let's all work together to find a way to unify and bring forth togetherness to make this world a better place. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye. Peace out. Thanks for tuning in to Cut to the Chase. Stay connected with us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and LinkedIn at Cut to the Chase. You'll also find even more great content on our website at www.k2tcpodcast.com. Thank you and catch you on the next episode.